Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's rock and roll. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock and Roll Podcast. I'm your host, John Harris, and it's today on Rock and Roll Podcast. We have Heavy Feather. We have a new album called Mountain of Sugar, which was released on April 9th via the Sign Records. Right now, I'm being joined by Matsya to share some more information about this stellar release, as well as what the band has been up to since they were last on the show, which I have was in the autumn of 2019 for their first album or their debut album. So, Matsya, yeah. Yeah. yeah, welcome back onto the show, Matsya. Thank you very much. Yeah, no, no, now I remember. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. I, I didn't get it. It was the same. Uh Sorry, not, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You've probably yeah. chatted with yeah. a lot of people since since then. You know, I'm just one little guy in Canada. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, sort of. But <laughs> yeah, but thanks for having me. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, I guess my big question is, take us through what's happened since then. Because the debut album came out, and that was a couple years ago. We've had a pandemic. We've had a few things um, what has life for Heavy Feather been like for over the last couple of years? Um, after the first album, we uh, went touring in Spain and uh, Germany, I think, uh, three, four times. And uh, and then we started to record it, the, the next album, Mountain of Sugar, uh, I think uh, autumn last year. So, no, uh, autumn and winter to. 19 and um, uh, our plans was uh, to release it uh, earlier than this but then the corona hit the world so we had it on hold Mm -hmm. so because we yeah we recorded it for like uh, 13 14 months ago so yeah we got it on hold for a time for Mm. a long while actually so yeah wow were you guys, uh, I guess, waiting for coronavirus to pass and then eventually just decided to release it anyway? Yeah, our plan was to release it uh, half a year ago, but then we realized that uh, the pandemic uh, uh, going to... Uh, going to uh, uh, yeah, we, we realized that we, we had to release it anyway. Uh, f- fuck the corona. We, we had to release it. We can't wait anymore. So, mm-hmm. but, yeah. yeah. Why would you be selfish with a mountain of sugar? If you have a mountain of sugar, you should, you know, give of the mountain of sugar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. Very cool name. I dig it. Uh, what was... I know this was some time ago, but... When you guys were writing the material for for Mountain of Sugar, I guess what was the decision making process? How did you guys end up with this record that we're holding in our hands? Was there something you guys wanted to do with the record? How do you mean? Uh, uh, well, it's a it's a second album. Was there something you guys wanted to do different or better, or did you guys just love the first album and said, "Not that this is a repeat, but hey, you know what? Let's do something like that." Yeah, I think uh, we were proud of the first album, but it's uh, it's a first album, and I think everyone's first album is quite simple, and so we wanted to develop and do it better. 
but do it a better version of the first one. So we uh, we we didn't have any plans to make something totally different. We uh, uh, we wanted to make it better. Okay. Actually, I, I think I I think the if you if you compare to other bands and listen to their second albums in the uh, in the history, if you look back, I think the second albums are the most uh, yeah, interesting albums. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my opinion. Uh, it's. Uh, uh, I don't know, but uh, I think Mountain of Sugar is uh, a better version of the first album. It's good stuff. I dig it. Thank you. I was I was excited when I got the email across my desk, across my computer screen, saying Heavy Feather. I thought, this could be good. I hope it's good. And uh, I saw the, out, the artwork, which is really just a picture of you guys. And the mountain of sugar, and just everything was on brand. Everything was on point. And I remember listening to the track and going, "This is groovy stuff." Uh, I'm gonna, you know, load it onto uh, my Spotify and rock out to it and tell everybody about the heavy feather, baby. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now this is kind of a unique question because you mentioned making it better than the first album and without talking crap about your first album, how did you go about making it better? What, what needed to be better? Was it the, the drum tone? Was it not even the tones at all? Was it the music writing? What needed to be better? And how did you do that? I think you always wanted to do the next album better, of course, but I think we 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 did it uh, more. We recorded more carefully this time. the the first The first album was more a live recording. We did it like in two three days, and this time yeah, we had five days and do a little more overdubs and. But still, the live feeling. We yeah, we wanted the live feeling, but. Uh, and I think uh, the. The songwriting, uh, I think we did it better. That was that was our plan. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, uh, Sorry, I first album, the, Mountain of Sugar is a mountain of sugar. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, I didn't actually <clears throat> notice that. Uh, I can't remember which song I was listening to, whether it was Bright in My Mind or Mountain of Sugar, and I was watching the music videos uh, for both of those tracks. But something happened where I heard another guitar part come in that it would be an overdub. Uh, and it was like a, a slightly different guitar part, a slightly different guitar tone, and it blended so well in um, that it wasn't like it clashed. It was just a beautiful part of the track. So when you mentioned that you guys did some uh, some overdubs and whatnot, I thought, oh, yeah, I remember hearing some overdubs when I was listening. Yep. And oh, yeah. Mm. Do, uh, may, maybe you mean that, uh, you know, whistle, whistle parts or uh, aim bright in my mind. Could be. Yeah. I, Never mind. Yeah. The, the. Okay. <clears throat> is there, because it's called Mountain of Sugar. So is there is there a theme to... The record, you guys could have named it off of like pastries, you know, like 
mountain of sugar, and then you have I don't know chocolates, and then uh, different different kinds of pastries, brioche, and things like that. Mountain mountain of sugar. What is there a con? Is there a theme or a concept to the album? Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't know actually. Uh, yeah, a sort of, but. I don't think it's so deep as you maybe think, but uh, actually it was a promoter in Germany that called Lisa a mountain of sugar. And then we (laughs) took it up and uh, yeah, we thought it's cool. (laughs) And then we uh, thought about it for a while and yeah, uh, yeah. And it felt perfect to name the album after Mountain of Sugar. So, mm-hmm. those those Germans and their mountains of sugar. I don't know how to say it in German, but uh... <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> English English German translation. Here we go. Suka, I think, is sugar. Mountain uh, of yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But... Suka. Yeah. No way, Berg Zucker. So Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. Zuckerberg actually means mountain of sugar. Yeah. Yeah. Berg. Yeah. It's a mountain in Swedish too. It's Berg. Berg. So. <laughs> okay. Well, that's, that's terrible. I hate Facebook. I didn't want to find out that he's a sugar mountain. That's disgusting. Uh, anyway, yeah. back, <laughs> back to greatness uh, here with heavy feather. Um. So yeah, we've chatted about touring Europe before COVID and then things just kind of shutting down. Did you guys, and you already had the album pretty much in the can. So, um, have you guys started writing some more or what has been, I guess, what have you guys been working on for the last little bit? Yeah, we, yeah, we worked, we worked on the Mountain Sugar album, the, yeah, the whole, the whole, uh, spring last year, but now Actually, we, we're going to start to write new songs next week, actually. So, wow. so we had to, uh, uh, we have to uh, put out the third album as soon as possible. So maybe we can tour because you don't, you don't know if we can tour on this album, actually. Right. Uh, we, ha- we had a tour in Spain in September now, but it's, it gets postponed to next year. So yeah, I, I think we had to, uh, do a third album as soon as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Would you consider maybe doing, I don't know, smaller releases in the meantime, like EPs, singles, that kind of thing? <sighs> yeah, we have thought about it. Yeah. But <sighs> I think it, actually it's quite boring to release <laughs> digital singles, actually. But maybe you had to. Uh, we will see. But I, I want a real album. It's much funnier. And and if you, yeah, maybe we can release the third album next year. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, Beautiful. Now, you mentioned you guys are going to start working on it next week do you already right now have ideas of what to bring to the table yeah i was sitting here the whole day now actually to (laughs) to uh, 
uh, yeah, to find out uh, what uh, what style and uh, so we don't know actually. Uh, but I had some ideas right now, so we will see. I I'm gonna meet uh, the drummer Ola on Monday, and then we're gonna start putting putting it together. Is that how you guys work? You guys get together with uh, the drummer and just you just start jamming, or do you have ideas? Yeah, we. Uh, yeah, it's. Yeah, I have ideas, and uh, then we jam, and uh, then we uh, meet like two and two, and then we have the whole band some uh, next week, and uh, yeah, so it isn't the whole band the whole time, so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then I guess the question is, when do vocals get in, involved? Like, is she pretty integral from the very beginning? Or do you show her a song and say, spend some time with this, and then she comes back? Yeah, both both of it. Yeah, she, she's uh, with it from the beginning, too. But um, sometimes I write, like, fake English lyrics, uh and melodies and and then she put uh, the real lyrics on it and yeah yeah because I'm uh, I think it's hard to write lyrics actually mm-hmm. <laughs> it's easier in English it's uh, but uh, I have the melodies and like fake fake stuff and then she yeah then she rewrote it. Why is it easier in English to write lyrics? I think it's because you, it's, it, it isn't like, uh, like personal for you. It, it's uh, for me, it's very personal, but for you, yeah, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I understand that. I think everyone in like Europe think it's easier to write in English because you you hear it like ninety percent of the music you listen to is in English. So it it's a big step for Swedes that um, Swedes to write in Swedish actually. Wow! Yeah, it, I'm trying to think if I've ever heard an ABBA record in Swedish. I don't think I have. <laughs> no, I, but it's uh, real. Uh, lots of good stuff, actually. I bet. In British. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a couple of years ago, Opeth came out with a double, uh, the album yeah. in English and the album in Swedish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you I g- never heard it, but uh, I, yeah, I, I know I know it. Have you guys considered writing in Swedish? Maybe a whole album or a double album or a track or a couple of tracks? No, actually not actually. But uh, but we last tour we did a cover on uh, a Swedish uh, Swedish classic band from the seventies called November, mm-hmm. and they have a track uh, that is called Mount Everest. But uh, it's only the title that's English. It's uh, yeah, all the songs are in Swedish, and it's really good. You, I think you had to. Look it up, uh, November. Okay, I'm gonna look at the band. Good. I'll look at the band November, and I'm also tickled that there is a Swedish pop star named September. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that is that like a thing in Sweden? You got a, the month of the year, and you're like, shit. There's only was it ten months left? We got to pick one. 
Beautiful. I do. Yeah, I, I do enjoy September. I'm a. I'm a sucker for September. I don't know if that's a, a thing. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I, think, I don't remember. Yeah. It's uh, like Euro. Yeah. It's a disco pop. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Groovy. Okay. November. We gotta look up November. So we've chatted about touring Europe before COVID. We chatted about writing better songs, and then you guys are gonna start next week writing even better songs. Um, lyric writing in English, which makes sense because it's not your native tongue. There's a bit of distance. Um, yeah, and ju- just for me, uh, Lisa is uh, she's really good at English. So uh, I, I don't know how she thinks, but yeah, uh, yeah, depends, I guess. I mean, I've learned languages in my uh, uh, before in the past, and there's a certain point where you go from thinking and translating to more transliterating to eventually dreaming and becoming a real integral muscle memory part of that language. Um, Yeah. And I remember at some points having like an out of body experience with it because it was like, hold on a second, who is this person speaking Spanish right now? Is it, is it actually me? Um, So there still are those, those kind of moments and you know, I didn't get far enough, I think, for it to become a part of my soul, but I've gotten far enough where I have those out-of-body experiences where I'm like, whoa, I just carried a conversation in French, or I just carried a conversation in Spanish. It's like, whoa, yeah. whoa. Yeah, yeah. I, I, re- I remember we uh, was touring in Germany, and then uh, and then we uh, was going to check in at the hotel, and then I realized that, I said to the others in the band, oh, shit, I, I can understand German now. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, and then uh, the bands told me, yeah, but she was talking Danish. <laughs> but, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, there it goes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Matje. Yeah. <laughs> Silly question. Uh, how different is Swedish from German? Uh, it's like, yeah, it's totally different. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. It's, like, it's like Swedish and English, but uh, I think German is, yeah, it's like Swedish and German, uh, Swedish and English. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's totally different, but yeah, it's similar words. And, okay. Yeah. All right. That explains mm-hmm. why when I go to Ikea, I understand the signs and everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Beautiful. Okay. So we chatted about Mountain of Sugar, the album. We didn't really chat about uh, the, the music videos, but we can chat about those really quick. Because uh, there's two music videos up as of the time of this recording, Mountain of Sugar yeah. and Bright yeah. in My Mind. Uh, so those who are listening in or watching, if you go into the show notes, you can click on the links that'll take you to uh, those music videos. Um, I guess, yeah, Machi, is there anything to say about those music videos that you wanted to chat about? Yeah, the the first one was uh, the bright in my mind video, the the black and white uh, video. It was uh, uh, it's actually the 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 actual take from the from the song. Oh. So it's when we uh, when we uh, uh, was going to release the the single, we ah uh, oh, shit, we need to have a video. Uh, so. And then, ah, but I think uh, 
Ola's wife was filming something and then we looked at it and oh shit this is quite a lot of material so we um, yeah so we did a video about it and uh, and it's the actual take from the album cool very so, cool yeah all right and then the and then the mountain of sugar video we did in uh, yeah our rehearsal room and yeah Mm-hmm. I can't remember quite. Yeah, I can't remember which one it is, but you're rocking out in one of them. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's good. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm actually really curious about. Um, since you're the guitar player, guitar tones. How do you dive into these guitar tones? Does it take a little while, or is this something that you've been working on for a bit? Uh, That's a Fender Blackface you're playing in. It's a vibro. Ah, it's a Vibro Lux. Okay. A uh, 68 reissue. Ooh. Yeah. But uh, the recording is, uh, the recording are in uh, Marshall, actually. So okay. I, I don't play at that amp. Oh. Oh. <laughs> but, but, it, but it's a good one, Vibro Lux. It is. Yeah. yeah I just feel lied yeah. to now. Um, but what a shock. Marshall shows up on yet another recording. Thank you, Jim Marshall. Uh, cool. And then, you know, speaking of of bands who sing in Swedish, I actually just got a notice across my desk. Vildarta has got some new stuff coming up and Vildarta is uh, a metal band that does everything in Swedish. And this is the longest song title I've ever seen in my life. And I'm going to bastardize the hell out of this. Ner du de du alskar komor telbaka fren de doda. Not, so, sorry, can you say it again? Ner de du elskar kommer tillbaka frön de doda. Ja, när det du älskar kommer tillbaka från de döda. When the people you love comes back from the dead. Wow, that's cool. That's deep. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool, sweet. So... Yeah. Sorry, you uh, just... what, what, what was the band name of Viljarta? Oh, Vild Wildheart. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sweet. All right. So, boom. Machi, we chatted about the last couple of years since you guys have been back on the show. Chatted about yeah. uh, the new album, Mountain of Sugar, how it got its name. Uh, you guys are going to start writing some new stuff here. Uh, we chatted about the music videos. Uh, Mountain of Sugar and Brighten My Mind from the record. Um, Cool. Well, that concludes all my questions. So thank you so much for coming on back on to the Rock Metal Podcast. Thank you very much. A pleasure. Thank you. Yeah. Really?